Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Do Not Get Me Started. I am your host, Patrick. Um, got a few things to run over today. Um, first thing, let's go on and jump on the Rittenhouse case. Um, the jury is still deliberating. Um, it should have been probably thrown out at the mistrial, but I'm hoping he gets acquitted so this can all be over with this young man. And after this, he's probably going to be very, very rich. Um, chances are they're probably going to sue every one of these news outlets that called him a white supremacist and a murderer and um, all these other things uh, and I hope they get every penny they can get out of them um, but until the jury finishes deliberating we won't know um, the second thing with the Rittenhouse trial, if you haven't already heard, there was a man that was following the jury bus last night, uh, apparently trying to get pictures of the jurors. Um, well, he got pulled over, stopped by the Kenosha police officers, and came to find out he works for MSNBC. Um, and of course, that's a big no-no. So the judge today has barred MSNBC from the courthouse. Or for the from the courtroom anyway, um, as well he should have. Uh, they were trying to get as much information on these jurors and get it out there, going to show pictures of these people, so the left can basically attack them and their families. Um, this mob violence that the left have, this intimidation, this is what they're going for. Um, MSNBC and CNN no longer want to report the news. They want to create news. And this is what they're trying to do. If MSNBC had released those photos, you and I both know that the BLMs in Kenosha would have hunted down these people's families, threatened them. I mean, the judges already received hundreds of threat, death threats. Uh, because of this case and I applaud the the judge for standing up and sticking with the law and not being pushed around uh, I hope one thing in, in my mind that needs to happen and, and if somebody in Congress ever hears this or you know if you're listening you know somebody in Congress or you happen to meet a congressperson. This needs to be put into law. I understand First Amendment rights. I get that. The media has a right to to put the news out there. People have a right to express their opinion. But when you're doing things like this, and you're calling a 17-year-old kid a racist, a murderer, with no evidence of it, no actual evidence without without going to trial without anything he is an accused person who killed two people in self-defense if that's the case I think all media should be held accountable now I know that Rittenhouse can sue just like uh, what was his name Sandman he sued probably a millionaire over time hand over fist now but Rittenhouse should also sue 
and there should be fines levied and there should be limitations put on these uh, media companies that overstep these bounds um, people who are supposed to be journalists ones that claim to be quote-unquote journalists you're supposed to report the news I am NOT a journalist I am an opinion person so I am speaking my opinion I try to speak my opinion based on the facts that I know but that does not always mean I'm right it is just an opinion um, but in all honesty I'm hoping Rittenhouse Police gets everything that he can out of uh, out of these media companies and I think the media companies should be held responsible for posting and commenting and calling kids you know what well, not just him anybody doesn't matter white black you know Hispanic Chinese whatever it is if you call them by something that there's no association with and you start pushing out a false narrative like he came across the border uh, illegally with a gun which he did not then you know you're pushing the narrative that this guy's a criminal when you're you know giving out false evidence so you're trying to you're trying to basically sway the public opinion on this kid without knowing all the evidence yourself you're supposed to let the judge the jury and the lawyers deal with the evidence it's not the media's place to try to push somebody's narrative so I'm hoping that the Rittenhouse trial comes to a close soon with an acquittal for Rittenhouse and then he gets back in court by suing the crap out of these daggone media companies. On to the next thing. Um, my new favorite governor, uh, the governor of Florida, Ron DeSantos. Anyway, let's talk about my favorite governor in the United States, Ron DeSantos. Um, today he signed a bill in Florida stating uh, against the vaccine mandate um, <laughs> and he is trolling Joe Biden by doing this not because he's going against the, the mandate um, he's doing it because he's trolling it because he's doing it in Brandon Florida you heard me right Brandon Florida let's go Brandon um, I guess in this case it would be let's go to Brandon uh, so he decided to sign the bill in Brandon Florida basically giving Biden a big F you I love it I love it I I so hope that Ron DeSantos and Donald Trump get on the card uh, the ballot together um, for the 2024 elections I would love to see them run together <clears throat> it would be excellent I don't see where any way they could lose that um, DeSantos would definitely bring in Florida no problem uh, 
unless there was tampering and you know things that were possibly happening in the last election uh, there's no no Democrat that they have that could beat that pair um, but yeah have Trump run as president DeSantis vice president and just have them Trump finish you know do his four-year term uh, second term and then you got DeSantos that runs in 2028 more than likely win and then have him come back in 2032 I know it's a long ways away and there's a lot of things that could happen but I think between the two of them they could definitely definitely get this country back on track the way it should be um, I would love to love to love to see it and I'm hoping upon hope that they eventually uh, are on the ballot together in 2024. Um, speaking of things to come, um, the FDA has requested or asked a judge to allow them 55 years to release all of the information they have on the Pfizer vaccine. 55 years that would be 2076 before all the details of the Pfizer vaccine come out now I don't understand you can create a vaccine apparently test it get it approved or approve it for use on children no less but you don't want to release the data on it for 55 years? Anybody else think this sounds really suspicious? To me, it sounds... Uh, I think they should have to release the data when they release the vaccine. Um, that way, people have a chance to actually look at it. I mean, I could look at it and it would, you know, it might as well be in a different language, but still, at least it looks like you're being honest. You're asking for a 55-year extension before you release all the, the information on this vaccine. That, that seems very suspicious. I mean, I understand you've got like, I understand there's like 3,900 pages of information on, on this vaccine but it, it's still why would you approve something that you're not willing to release the information and data on to the public to me it, it just seems kind of funny it seems very very funny to me um is there something in the vaccine we're not supposed to know about? Um, are you just hoping that most of the people who took the vaccine are dead by then? To cover your ass? There's a lot, a lot of things that I would like to know about. Um, you know, I've all, I'm still skeptical on the vaccines, period, because of how quickly they were pushed out. And I didn't care if Trump, Biden, whoever won, I was not planning on taking this vaccine. 
Um, and the fact that, one, they tried to scare you, then bribe you, and now force you to take it, that in itself should be a red flag. And now the FDA is asking to give them 55 years before they release the data on it. There was there there should be some really really big questions about why, um, because, in all honesty, you know what's gonna, I, I think what they're waiting on is seeing what the long term effects are, of these vaccines because they don't know they pushed them out so fast, not worrying about what could or could not happen, in the long run. And that's a problem. Um, I don't, I don't watch the view, but I did see a clip where there was a woman up there, and I, she wrote a book. I don't really know who she is, but she basically said, and it makes sense. I mean, I think Joe Rogan's also said this before. We have natural immunity. Our bodies are designed to fight off diseases. We're designed to fight off viruses. Some of us have a stronger one than others. And, and the boosters and the vaccines and, and all that, they may be what's best for them. But not everybody needs it. You know... Um, I think that's going to be it for today, guys. Uh, tomorrow, I'm actually, depending on what happens, uh, unless something major breaks, I'm going to try to do, actually have some research done tonight, and do some, do a, do an episode about uh, America's doctor tomorrow. Um, if I don't get it done tomorrow, I'll try to get the research done over the weekend and maybe do it first of the week. Uh, anyway, we got one week till Thanksgiving. Um, I hope everybody has a great day that listens to this. Um, please, please share, continue to listen. I uh, thank you very, very much. Um, it means a lot when I, when I click on and, and see, you know, I've had new listeners. Um, so please share, like, comment. Um, send me an email, uh, do not get me started podcast at gmail.com. Um, follow me on Twitter, do not get me started one at, uh, well, at Twitter. Um, I'm pretty easy to find. Um, so yeah, just, uh, just keep looking out guys. And again, thank you. And I'll see you guys later.